Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Sorry, I wanted to do that. <laughs> wait, wait. That was wait. Good Morning Vietnam. You I know that? I was about to say, is that... Good morning! Yeah. Right, yes. So, I don't know where that came from. Yes, I love it. Uh, that was a lot. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday Gravy. <laughs> Today is Monday, Monday, February 26, 2024. Today is my wife. This is Blake, by the way. And I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill. Hello, hello. And Miss Tiffany Wilson. What's up? And today is my wife and middle daughter's birthday. Happy Yay. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Cass. Cassidy and, and Bella. Bella. It's their birthday, February 26th. By so. the way, last week, uh, my wife, I missed the, the opportunity because, you know, it was her birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was it last week yeah. that we did it? That we talked about her birthday? Yeah, we do Sunday Gravy every week. I know. <laughs> I what? just remember, I forgot the, yeah. So anyway, bottom line is, uh, she was like, I would have come on if y'all would have asked. And oh. I was like, what? Uh, that's so easy to say after the fact, you oh. know? Why did you, you say something? You the look on your face said something different just now. Oh, really? Yeah, it said, like you're a celebrity? Like we'd want you on? <laughs> like, Why? Is that like a privilege? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm I will say you this. The bus. I will say this. I have had requests for our wives and husband to be on. Mm. Like, can you imagine if we had Brownie and Cassidy and Matt sitting mm. in the room Scary. with us? That would be funny. Mm. That would be funny. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on the, don't know I guess it depends on the topic a little bit. You for, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going there. You, uh, you, you, you did talk about it being her birthday last week, though. Okay. In the middle yeah, of that's what I thought. while you were munching on bugles, bugles the whole time. Speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> Tiffany we, brought Joey a snack. We got a crunch free snack here. A bucket of, I guess it's bunny cotton candy. I don't know. It's got bunny rabbit on it. Came from the the DG. So I don't mind. I love cotton candy. I do too. But you said on the podcast, no, no, I'll eat cotton candy. So there you go, cotton candy. Yeah, Joey's got him some Easter cotton candy you can enjoy. Hey, just go to town on it, buddy. No guarantees you won't I'm, hear some actually, smacking over yeah, here. I'm actually really curious if we hear something. I just figure his microphone's going to be all sticky. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I yeah. love the smell of cotton candy. I know, it smells so good. It smells so good. It does smell good. You I smell like it? I like the smell when people are making it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When it's fresh. Yeah. What do you call that process? Where they heat up the sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that? I know they call it sponge sugar. Yeah. So but what do you call spinning? that process? I don't know. <laughs> it certainly spins. Cotton candy couldn't make no noise, so you're gonna make noise <laughs> with the wrapper. <laughs> oh my word! He is hey, determined. I, I can I can pot him down, y'all. <laughs> I could turn him off. I still hear it. I still hear it. It's awful. Please stop. 
That hurts my ears. All right. There, uh, let's see. Oh, my goodness. What was I talking about? Spun sugar. Uh, yeah, what, what do you call cotton candy? Cotton candy. I mean, the, the process of making cotton it? candy. I don't know. Google it. Can I Google it? Yeah. I guess. Is that what I'm supposed to look? What do you... What is the call? process of making cotton candy? Of making cotton candy. Uh, my, one of my wife's aunts had a cotton candy machine, and they would put Jolly Ranchers in it. Interesting. And, and melt the, it down? The Jolly Rancher would melt and then turn into spun sugar. Huh. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's how they do the different flavors is they use different... Candies. Well, they put they have yeah. they have basically they basically have or the like cotton powders. candy sugar and then yeah. they have little flavoring powder that they put in there. I think um, liquefying sugar and spinning it centrifugally through centrifugally minute holes. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It's centrifuge. That's my new favorite word. Centrifugally, <laughs> centrifugally. <laughs> I have an idea. Let's mix it centrifugally. <laughs> That's the only context for that word whatsoever is when you're mixing something. Centrifugally. 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 How should we organize this group? Let's organize them centrifugally. How do we do that? We've got to get one of those rides from the fair. Y'all remember those? Y'all remember that ride? Uh They used to have one at Space and Rocket Center. Yes, Yes, you kind of stand there and it just plasters you against the wall. Yeah, Yeah. and then people start like sliding up Uh and down and some people turn upside down. All right, Mm -hmm. let me tell you the sad story of a chubby boy from (laughs) Sixty. I never turned upside down. As a matter of fact, my board never slid. I was like, there's not enough centrifuge happening. We're not creating enough inertia here or something. Like, I've got, I am fully glued to the ground. And I remember riding that thing, and I would be like looking around, and here's my friend over here, and he's sliding up and down. And then I'm looking over here on the, you know, we're on the field trip, and the girl, yeah. the girl that I like that's with us, uh-huh. like, she's turned upside down, and her hair and her earrings are hanging down, and I'm just like, I'm just standing. I'm standing. I'm just standing, <laughs> spinning in circles, like getting nauseous. I don't know. I, I think of the song, The Anchor Holes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's exactly what they you should You were holding be. strong. In, yeah, instead they're playing, like, you know, rock music. Right, they're playing right. Aerosmith or something. Sure. And everybody else is having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you're over here and being I'm over religious. Here, I'm, over, well, I'm over here just glued to the ground. I have journeyed <laughs> to the law. Yeah, I'm just stuck to the floor. Dark, no. <laughs> it's a. Uh, oh. I've heard, though, one of the worst experiences ever is if someone truly, like, gets nauseous on one of those things oh, and yeah. loses it. Uh, yeah. I've heard that's, like, the that's worst. Like, <laughs> there's, mm. there's, like, there's no so coming gross. back from that. Mm. <laughs> anyway. That's How'd bad. we get on that? They spin it centrifugally. Centrifugally. <laughs> we can chase some rats. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. So what did, did y'all mm. did y'all ride a centrifuge this weekend? What, <laughs> we did, did not. Anything interesting no. happen? Uh. Since we. Oh, you go first. Me. Yeah. I yeah. spent all day Saturday in class. You don't want to hear about what I did this weekend. Oh, I got a text. I got a text about you. Did you like talk yeah, to? I did. I direct messaged your sister in law because she was in. I saw a Wingo come up, and I was like, <laughs> "I know someone who knows her. I know a Wingo." <laughs> but she messaged me, and she was like, "We have a, a Tiffany." Or she said, "I have a Tiffany from High Point in one of my classes," and I was like, "Oh yeah, she runs the place." <laughs> 
That's so great. That's so right. Oh, my goodness. Um, me and Brownie did something weird that we've never done before this weekend. We're in Montgomery. We're down there seeing one of our kids, you know, play and everything. Mm-hmm. And so we got hungry, and we had about two hours to kill. And she was like, and we did like most people do. It's like, you know, Domino's has got like a, you know, a couple of coupons we could use or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, But she wanted to walk in the uh, Eastdale Mall. And, I'm, I'm, you know, it's a nice mall, mm-hmm. but you got to be careful. Yeah. I look over your shoulder there. Yeah, a little, little, little bit of Galleria vibes going on. A little on. bit of Galleria mm-hmm. vibes. And so she wanted to walk in and see there's a Dillard's in there that was an outlet. And so she wanted uh, to go in there, but it was closed. So we turn around, we're walking out. Well, we're we're thinking about buying pizza, and next thing you know, uh, we're walking past a Chuck E. Cheese. Believe it or not, they're still open. Yeah, I didn't know there were as any much as they here. try to shut themselves down, they mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't. Did right? y'all get a pizza from Chuck E. Cheese? So here's the deal. So we're walking past Wait, can Chuck I, E. Cheese. Can I just say something first off? Uh-huh. Their pizza is really good, actually. It's kind of underrated, in my opinion. Okay. But you, you're going to differ here, I'm guessing. No, okay. I'm not. Okay. So we're walking past Chuck E. Cheese, and I was like, do you remember all those years we sat in those little booths while our little munchkins ran around? I said, like, the only thing that made that worth it was the pizza. The pizza mm-hmm. was actually good. Pretty good. Now, it wasn't good if you got it off the buffet, but if you ordered it and yeah. it was brought to your table hot, Fresh. it was yeah. so, it was some of the best pizza you've ever put in your mouth. And I just walked past there and I went, I wonder if they do take out. Hmm. And so we walked in and I was like, uh, and you, it was funny because when you walk in, the guy that works there is looking at two, a, an adult woman and an adult man walking in. <laughs> no and they're, kids. They're, he's like looking for, behind you for the kid. <laughs> and and we're standing there at kid check or whatever. <laughs> that, that reminds me of that. I, I used to steal that Zach Galifianakis joke, you know, because here I am like a burly bearded guy. Do you have any idea how hard it is for me to get a table for one at Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> That's so true. That's how we felt. That's how we felt. That's why I put Brownie up front so I didn't look like a, you know, a stalker or whatever. It was and like, here, said, here comes a dad going to ask us crazy questions. Uh, table for one, please. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get yeah. some weird looks. Now, they take that kids check serious. Like, you kind of oh, yeah. got to go through a little maze and a little gate and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Right. And so what was funny is we're kind of standing behind the gate and the guy behind the register looked and went, y'all are adults. Y'all can come on in. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't have to be checked. <laughs> yes. And so we so we we got in, you know, no problems, nobody arrested. And so we finally ordered the pizza. Yeah, and, like, the bouncer <laughs> let you in. <laughs> He's no, like, they're no cool. No ID check required. They're cool. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. I think my daughter could have taken him. But anyway, uh so so we order the pizza. I asked the guys like, do y'all do takeout? And or he's like, oh yeah, we have adults come in all the time and order at takeout. And I went, really? He said, yeah, our pizza's real good. And <laughs> I said, and I went, well, there's no other reason why I'd be in here. And I said that to him, and he was like, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, but he was he was like, yeah, and he handed us the little buzzer thing. And he was like, so, yeah, when it goes off, you'll go to that window down there and pick up your pizza. And so we you had play- to go sit down. No, into- you played skee-ball while you were waiting. 
there there was a temptation. There was a moment. But, <laughs> but they do it so different now because you wear the bracelets. Uh-huh. And the and literally, like while we were there, kids were coming up and the guy was ordering or getting our our order and, and kids were coming up going, uh, can you tell me how many tickets I got on my bracelet? And he's like, In a minute, I'm in a minute, you know? Yeah. Can you see I'm dealing with adults here? <laughs> and and so anyway, uh, but you know, you go and you sit down and it's like it's changed a lot. Like they yeah. don't have the animatronics no more. Everything's digital. Everything's well, LED. The last time I was in um, there, they just had the one rat, the one mouse. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that little rat, wet rat. Yeah, they just had the one mouse like on a pedestal up there yeah. doing a few things. Oh yeah. Like, but you know, I mm-hmm. love the full band with the gorilla and then come on, like, man. Yeah, you can't beat that. Have y'all uh, seen that commercial where the wall opens up and there's the animatronics back behind it playing? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's one of those progressive. So y'all got a y'all got a Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So we did. So after after about thirty minutes, we had to sit oh, there wow. in Chuck E. Cheese and watch kids play for about thirty minutes. I even Ooh. asked Brownie. I said, "When you woke up this morning, did you ever see yourself in a Chuck E. Cheese?" <laughs> she was like, "No," and I went. I hope this pizza's th- as good as I remember yeah. it because it's been that long, right? And so we finally get our pizza, uh, and it was kind of confusing because the the buzzer goes off and there's nobody to give it to. The pizza's just sitting there on a little thing, <laughs> and I went, "That is sketch." Is that a sketch? <laughs> and sketch. I was like, "I think this is our pizza because we ordered like a supreme, like a five meat kind of deal." Yeah. And I had to open it up, and I was like, "Yeah, this is our pizza." And so now, I do, and now I still have a buzzing thing. I don't even know what to do with it. Just laid and it right I, there. I, I laid where it the pizza there, was. but it's like stainless steel shelf, and so it was like. Zzz! <laughs> like making all this noise, and I went, I can't leave it right there. So I finally found my boy from yeah. you know the cash register, and uh, the anyway, yeah, the bouncer, yeah. and I gave it, I gave it to him, and he was like, oh yeah, enjoy y'all's pizza. <laughs> like, he, like he knew we were, you know. Yeah. And so we took it back, and we ate it in my daughter's dorm, and um, uh, I'm telling you, it's good. I'm here mm. to tell you, it's good. It, if it ain't one, it's two. Yeah. Like, I know what my one pretty is. Pretty good. Yeah. If it wasn't for Davenport's Pizza, mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese, I'm, I, I'm telling you, that is a business model right there. Somebody needs to go to Chuck E. Cheese, get the license to yeah. make their pizza, and then treat it like a Domino's. Yeah. Well, let's yeah, you let's, would yeah. kill it. Let's make it on the hop, though. Let's stop. Because, see, they, they, they stall it like that on purpose, obviously. Right. Because so it's a kid. You have to play. Yeah, it's a kid's game. casino. Mm-hmm, it's like right. the longer they wait, the more the kids are <laughs> the playing. The more money you're spending. Yeah, the more That's money it. you're spending. That's it. And then, so it's like, basically, I mean, it's a genius move if you think about it. Like, <clears throat> to, we're going to make them wait at least a half hour minimum for their pizza. So their kids are going to start playing. And then when they're at their absolute wit's end, we'll sit. A delicious plate of za right down in front of them, and then all of a sudden, right. all of a sudden, it's like you just hit reset on those parents. That's it. They're you like, okay, I, mean? I got new energy now. Yeah, I got new energy. I mm-hmm. got something to keep me occupied. Mm-hmm. We got something, you know. It's like keep the party going, and then they just look at the kids and be like, yeah, here's a, here's another twenty. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. But I will say this: I really am not kidding. If my wife was here, she would attest to this. I think there were two people running the whole thing. I think there was one guy in the kitchen and one guy out front because the bouncer Mm -hmm. was the cash register, was also the guy walking around checking everybody's things. And while we were waiting on our pizza, I looked up, and and this is what got me on this Mm -hmm. because y'all brought the cotton candy in today. There was a cotton candy machine standing there. 
And I looked over there, and behind the cotton candy machine was the bouncer making cotton candy. Yeah. Like I never saw anybody else other yeah. than <clears throat> other than somebody in the kitchen put a pizza out there. I think you, it was being think, run by two people. It sounds like <laughs> Tiffany on a Sunday at High Point. <laughs> it's like, wait, you're behind the you information desk. I saw you making coffee. Wait, 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 wait. You were <laughs> the one stocking toilet paper in the bathroom. Or did did you, you just change the slides? <laughs> yeah, you just, I saw you running the slides during worship. What are you doing? Quit pretending you do that job, too. This is why we say, I still don't know what I do here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's funny. So true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, great weekend. Great weekend. Got I, you're making me want some Chuck E. Cheese pizza, though. For I'll the record, I just want the listeners to know, I've already had about 10 pieces of this cotton candy, and nobody was the wiser. I think they were. Can you hear it? I want to know what you consider a piece of cotton candy because you're like pinching off the smallest little yeah. bite at a time. Yeah, no. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Look. When, when I get a piece of cotton candy, it looks it's like, like, like I'm sho- shoving a bird of prey into my mouth. <laughs> it's long. It's like, ah. it's like, like, you grab a piece off the top and just whatever pulls away is what you Yeah, do. that's the thing. I'm telling you, half of that container would be a piece of cotton candy for me. Speaking of birds of prey, you know what I did this weekend? What? Oh, no. Friday night, I went to Bama Books. Oh, yeah. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Racing the wildebeest. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was fun. We went for, uh, my parents took us. It was their treat for Cassidy and Bella's birthday. So The comment section on that video was pretty entertaining, hey. too, by the way. Oh, yes. Did you like my comments on my comment on the comments? Yeah. Did you read my comment? I'm not sure. Uh, so, for those who didn't see it... First of all, explain to any listeners who do not know what Bama Bucks is. Bama Bucks is a... It's a steakhouse. Uh, it's in Sardis City. Um, so, past Sneed, that area, you know. It's way out there. It's way out there. Yeah, kind of going... Anyway, it's probably an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes from here. Hour and 15, 20 minutes from corner. But, uh, yeah, it's a steakhouse and they have a wild animal wild game park in the back where you can uh it's a neat concept it's really busy I, if you're gonna I, I recommend it it's pricey it's not exceedingly pricey um i had a new york strip it was 20 Ooh. maybe 26 dollars for a 12 ounce new york strip with side two sides and a drink so it's not bad not too bad that's yeah. about what a ribeye costs at longhorn yeah, yeah so you can do a ribeye a ribeye's more a ribeye's like 30 something is and, it? Yeah, and then they have wild, and then they have wild game stuff. They have elk steak, they have bison steak, that kind of stuff's going to be a little bit more expensive. So I went since we had a party of you know fourteen or whatever. I decided <laughs> to go cheaper, <laughs> but um, but there's but it, anyway, it's a it's a good steakhouse. I mean, I'm 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 not going to say I'm not going to say it's like the best steak I've ever had, but it's a it's it's a pretty good steak. And and the but the little wild animal park in the back. You know, they charge like three, three, four, five dollars a head, something like that. And you go back there and you walk around and they've got a pretty good amount of stuff. I mean, it's just one little loop, but they've got, uh, they got black bears, they got kangaroos, some, uh, longhorns, Mm -hmm. they've got, uh, ostriches, they have elk, they have Hmm. wildebeests and anyway, a handful of other things. Oh, they have, they have buffalo. So they got they got several things back there. It's it's good, especially if you were to go on a Saturday. You're gonna especially if you if you went on a Saturday evening, you're gonna wait probably minimum two hours. Oh wow! 
So that that gives you time to occupy. But what we yeah. did is we left early, got there early. Uh, Friday, we left as early as we could for Friday evening, got there, uh, ate, and then went through the animal park afterwards. So anyway, <clears throat> so you were right on, on a full a, stomach. Yeah. I was on full stomach. I just mm. devoured salad, baked potatoes, steak. <laughs> mm. Plus, I'd not stretched, wasn't wearing my athletic clothes. <laughs> I know. do have to ask, how many ounces were your steak? My steak? Yeah. It was like 12 ounces. It was, okay. It was like, you know, medium size, I guess. But anyway, I'm, we're walking through, and we're, we're actually about to leave. And we're walking up this last little hill here. And I guess because I'm big and I'm bigger or bigger than everybody else, or I was wearing like a like an off-white hoodie, like a beige-colored hoodie, I guess maybe it could see me, but there was a wildebeest <laughs> right on the other side of this fence that was just walking alongside me. <laughs> And every time, like, it was like, I mean, at first I thought, is he, like, tracking me? Mm. Is he, like, on me, like, mm-hmm. tracking me? Mm-hmm. So at one point I was just like, well, I'm going to find out. And I stopped. And when I stopped, he stopped. Mm. And I was like, okay, that's he, cool. He was like, that one looks plump and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, a good steak right there. <laughs> and so, no, then I... I uh, that boy looks like he doesn't go well, up they, down in the big spinner at the... They don't eat people. <laughs> they don't eat people. That boy looks anchored. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going anywhere in the centrifuge. There, uh, I could take him. Uh, so I, uh, I'm, I'm, I decide to, you know, like you're going to get a dog to chase you, kind of jump, like you're going to run off. Uh-huh. So I give a little jump, and when I did, he jumped, mm-hmm. and I'm walking behind everybody else. And then I'm, I start laughing at that point, and I said, "Y'all, I can get this, I can get this wildebeest to race me." And they're like, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up!" And I'm like, "No, seriously, I can get this wildebeest to race me." So. We get to the top of the hill. This is why people think you're magical. When I, and I turned around, I turned around and kind of just started. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. I turned oh around and started skipping back down the hill. And at that point, they're like, oh, my gosh, it is. Because it starts kind of trotting alongside me as I'm sk- I'm just sort of skipping, not running, uh-huh. but skipping. And I had planned in my mind, when I get to the bottom of this hill, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to dig. <laughs> As much as I can, anyway. <laughs> and uh, I shouldn't have been running, but <laughs> full stomach, not the right clothes. Everything was working against me. And uh, but what's well, rough when you throw up right after Bama oh Bucks? My goodness. They, they all pull out their. There were several of them pull out their phones at that point and start recording because mm-hmm. they see me skip it. They see it start to trot alongside uh-huh. of me. And when I get to the bottom of the hill, I turn and jump like I'm gonna run away from it again, and it didn't move. And I was like, oh, man, my plan just fell apart. And then, I mean, as soon as I shrugged my shoulders and was like, well, there went that. I mean, as soon as I did that, that sucker hopped and took off like, (laughs) all right, big and you want to race? Let's go. (laughs) And so I took off. And the next thing I know, like, I'm I'm digging as hard as I can. Uh And he's just kind of trotting alongside (laughs) me, you know, like frolicking. Yes. So so this is is all... Viewable on Facebook, Facebook page. On Facebook, yes. Yeah, yeah. So go look up Blake Wingo on Facebook. You'll see him, and then people start commenting, <laughs> oh, having, yes. having lots of fun with <laughs> oh, it. Oh yes. And so as soon as people, and I knew they were going to light into me. Uh, it's been it's been a minute since I sprinted full speed. In case y'all are wondering, uh, but as soon as people start lighting into me, I I wait for just a little while. I wait a couple of hours, and then I say, I comment and say a few notes. One, I hadn't stretched. Two, you can't tell, but I'm running uphill. Three, I covered way more ground than it looks like. 
four, a herd of those things killed Mufasa, and he was king of everything the light. <laughs> he was king of everything the light touches. So there is that. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Do you remember that? I love that scene in Lion King. And then after I said that, Cass got to laughing about it. So when we got home, she watched Lion King. No. <laughs> You're so magical. Man. I was like, be, be quiet. This part, this part, here, here. And then, you know, uh, Simba says, how far does it go, Papa? <laughs> Everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the one part on the recording that you can't hear is at the end. I'm cackling, laughing as it turns, and I'm out of breath. And then right about the time they turn the thing off, I turn and look at the wildebeest and it's like, what you want me to do, kill Mufasa? <laughs> Mufasa. Yeah. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Ooh, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a close encounter with an elk and a buffalo as well. Mm. They weren't interested in racing or any of my antics in general, but uh-huh. the wildebeest was game. He was so, like a puppy. So Blake was on safari. <laughs> uh-huh. I was hanging out with a mechanical rat. What 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 were you doing this weekend? <laughs> I literally was on my computer all weekend. Oh my goodness! Sounds, <laughs> sounds riveting. Um, mm. We did have. I will say, Matt's. Well, this is not going to be exciting. Matt's me all came over, and <laughs> so we go. had a. Were you crocheting at the time? <laughs> no. No. You were we you did, were crocheting uh, placemats for your dining room table. Get some steamed shrimp and some corn and sausage and hush puppies and had us a little bit of a mini shrimp bowl. Oh. Um, also, props to Ben Horton who came over and helped us fix a door. Oh yeah. So that was that that made me really happy because I'm just a nerd like that. That door been driving me nuts. Y'all fixed a door this weekend. I fixed a door. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. I know. My life is riveting. Yeah. I'll have to go to Bama Bucks next weekend and see if I can have a little more fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Chuck E. Cheese. Or, yeah. It was a good time. Oh, and then Saturday, I did uh, met uh, some of our guys. We partnered with uh, Cane Creek Baptist Church and we built a deck on a lady's house in Trafford. Oh, yeah. yeah shout she, out to those guys. Yeah. She was an elderly lady and it was a. Uh, we uh she she was having a hard time making the steps. So yeah, um uh Terry and Tim Tavale, Russell Paterno, uh John Secura was there uh for a while, uh Brett Harris, um myself, you know. Mm-hmm. I did what I did what I could do. Uh I'm leaving somebody out, I know. They're gonna be so mad. Uh anyway, but it was a group of guys that we met mm-hmm. over there and then several guys from uh Cane Creek. And we built a deck on this lady's house. It was her her deck was in pretty pretty, bad, pretty shape. bad shape. Yeah. yeah. So we took it down. But the main thing was the the previous steps were like to code, and we actually built back steps that were much shorter stride for her because she couldn't make she couldn't even she couldn't make like a normal seven and a half eight yeah. eight inch yeah. step. So it kind of spans out a little <clears throat> bit further. Yeah. Yeah. So Terry was like the engineer <clears throat> behind mm. all that. Like he 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 really he nailed it as far as like. Because doing those, uh, what do you call them, stringers or whatever? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yeah, stringers. stringers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was... Uh, he, he, was he was doing the math. Yeah, he was figuring that out because yeah. that's that's a, that was a whole different deal. So who, she, who's smarter, she, Terry she, or Tim? Well, she could, well they kind of work good together because Terry was kind of engineering it all and Tim was kind of uh, keeping, us, uh, keeping us all rolling, you know? Yeah. 
he's kind of the like the project manager. That's right. Yeah, it kind of suits him. You know, one one time I get talking to the the lady's son, and uh, I just held a board for for Tim, and Tim turns around while he's cutting the next one and yells at me across the yard. Oh, I forgot you're only good for one hold. You know? <laughs> <laughs> in other words, it's like, hey, <laughs> get back over here, biggin, and hold the board. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm on it. Anyway, it turned out good, though. She walked out on the porch afterwards, and, and she was like, or during, actually, because I left right, I left before they finished. They they uh, they were there another hour and a half to two hours before, after I was gone, I think. so. She came out and got emotional yeah. about mm. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was that was a that was a good. That time. was great. That was great. So thank you to all of those guys because they mm-hmm. gave up pretty much their whole Saturday. Yeah. And Brett Brett Harris came in at the end and he was uh he was huge. You know he came in and was there for like the last two to three hours and did mm-hmm. more than I'd done all day. So <laughs> <laughs> there, there's one picture Check where the time clock. Tim took a picture of me and Russell. Uh, me and Russell Paterno were up on the deck screwing the mm-hmm. deck boards down. Mm-hmm. You know. And what he what he would probably tell you if you asked him about that picture is he would say, well, just before I took this picture, Blake was sitting on his rear end on the deck, <laughs> stress testing it. You know, stress. Testing. I'm basically screwing in whichever ones I can get to sitting in one spot. Yeah. Oh yeah, gotta love it. <laughs> and then I have yeah. to move to do the one right underneath me. <laughs> so, but then uh, uh, Tim's like, well, let me get let me get a picture of y'all putting the deck boards down. And I was like, well, hold on, let me get into a working pose. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I got something kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Say what? This one's really going to make you say what? Indian police clear a suspected Chinese spy pigeon. After eight months in bird lockup. <laughs> I love this. All right. In, in, Indian police. So in India, okay, mm-hmm. police officers <laughs> let go a pigeon that was suspected of being a Chinese spy pigeon after they kept it locked up for eight months. Would this would, would it have been arrested around the same time as the balloon situation? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, Spy pigeon. Spy pigeon. What's your initial reaction? Have y'all seen that movie with, uh, I think it's, is it Will Smith that plays the spy pigeon? What's it called? What? There's a movie where he plays like a bird that's a spy. What? Now I have to find it. I don't know what you're talking about. Can I have some cotton candy? Yes. (laughs) Uh, What's y'all's initial reaction? I want to hear more. Mmm... I think you're going to see, honestly, I think you're going to see more and more of this because of the, there's not going to be any cotton he's candy. He's going to eat all the cotton candy. candy. Going to that. He's, he's eaten more in 10 seconds than you've eaten in the last 30 I minutes. Know. I know. That's strawberry in it. Moderation, son. Moderation. Um, I think we're going to see more and more, a lot of this kind of stuff because of AI. And, and as it continues to progress, because what, what is the commercial with, uh, is it Matthew McConaughey that is doing these AI commercials? Like it's the Wild West now, you know, of AI is the Wild West of, of information and stuff. And then he he does uh, – there's one commercial where it's like he's looking at a squirrel and it looks like a what? real squirrel. Do y'all know what I'm talking about? I no. haven't lost my mind. I saw this commercial. You're making this up. 
Oh, I. Do you want me to pull it up? I'm sure I could pull it up and show it to you. Was he driving a Lincoln? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Look. I do wish. I do wish uh, Matt Ragsdale was still here for this. For mm. this is like a conspiracy thing. Sure. It's like you see that pigeon. Look, the That's movie. a Chinese spy pigeon. Sorry, I'm sorry too. The movie is called Spies in Disguise, and it's Will Smith, Tom Holland, Rashida Jones, Reba McIntyre is in it. And literally, is her pigeon's the name best, Fancy? The world's best spy is turned into a pigeon, and he's played by Will Smith. It's okay. literally something out of a movie. Yeah, we are all dumber for having heard it. You're here welcome. we go. You're welcome. Uh, okay, here it is. Okay, we can't right. play it. I know, we can't play it, but I just want you to see this, okay? Can you see it? Yeah, that's Salesforce commercial. That's a self, it's self-aware. You see it, you see it though? Oh, it's a, it's a robot. Yeah. And he just, like, recognizes that it's a robot because he's Matthew McConaughey? Because he's Matthew McConaughey, and he's on the cutting edge of AI. But I, I'm just, what I'm saying is, I think you're going to have a lot more of that, where yeah. it's like... I don't know if that's a real bird or is that mm-hmm. like a AI robotic type bird. You know, there's a conspiracy theory that birds aren't real. I know. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard that. What if Matthew McConaughey? But I also is believe AI? they're all Matthew, they're all lined up at the CBD store too. So we have to get Matthew McConaughey to <laughs> to identify them all for us. I see you over there sitting on a stump like you're a real squirrel. <laughs> you're the one that brought up McConaughey, not me. But I can tell you, a robot. Well, you know he loves Walker County, so. Mm. <laughs> Meet me down there at the Frosty. <laughs> we'll take our shirts off, have some barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sometimes when I go Now I can't even say his last name. Mahanake. <laughs> There's no K. There's no K. <laughs> anyway, sometimes uh, when I go that, I can't, I can't undo it. Uh, here's, here's the article. Indian police cleared a suspected Chinese spy pigeon after eight months' detention and released it into the wild Tuesday, the uh, news agency Press Trust in India said. The pigeon's ordeal began in May when it was captured near a port in Mumbai, with two rings tied to its legs, carrying words that looked to be in Chinese. Carrying words? Words. It had... It carrying a piece of paper? It says rings. So oh, the rings know. were carrying words. Okay. The, the, yeah. I, I see where this is going. So what do you think? Because I'm about to tell so, you what was... Okay, so it's a carrier pigeon that's carrying sensitive spy material. <laughs> is, that, is that where we're headed with this? Well, that, that's what they thought. Because I'm I'm totally getting like a, a John Wick moment, you know, <laughs> with the pigeons. <laughs> Pol- police suspected it was involved in espionage and took it <laughs> took it in. <laughs> How do you tell a pigeon you're under arrest? <laughs> Spread them. I can't do a Spread pigeon em. sound. Spread them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I, I can't do a good pigeon sound. Anyway, they took it in. <laughs> later, sending it to Mumbai's Bayra Sakarabi Dinshaw Petit Hospital for Why animals. Why do you sound like a Japanese <laughs> man when you do that? Because I just had to work my way through it really quick. <laughs> and I don't know if I pronounced that last word. I said petit. I don't know if it's like a really small slim hospital. I'm not sure. <laughs> Eventually, it turned out the pigeon was an, op- 
Are you ready? <laughs> you already know what was really going on. I want. It took to him know. eight months to figure out. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, it turned out the pigeon was an open water racing bird from Taiwan, and had escaped and made its way to India. With police permission, the bird was transferred to the Bombay Society Prevention of Cruelty for Animals, whose doctor set it free on Tuesday. It was a race pigeon. It was a homing pigeon. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Have y'all ever have y'all ever looked into that at all? I haven't. You have. I know you I have. have. You've talked it's, about it's it. It's fascinating. Fascinating. It, mm. Like I could tell you facts about it that you won't believe. I can make the case that all God's creatures are fascinating. Because <laughs> <laughs> did you know? All right. So. Basically, you're y'all familiar with homing pigeons and how yeah. people race yeah. people race them. They really do this. Mm-hmm. It's like a real thing. Uh, but the, if you raise them in a certain space, like you could set up the, you know, I don't know if they, what kind of cages or whatever, but you could set up the habitat or whatever behind your house, and you raise pigeons there, mm-hmm. and then you could take them on a trip with you to Gatlinburg, and when you're ready to come home, you just let the pigeon go. And they'll travel, you know, I don't know if it's like 50 or 100 miles or something like that a day, but like they'll make their way home. Hmm. Internal GPS. Do you, what do you, how do you think they do it? Hmm. Because this is going to sound, that, you, this well, gonna sound like mean, I'm making this up when I no, tell no, you. No, no, no. I mean, a lot of God's creatures use radar. So I would say it has radar. Some, yeah. That's like electronic. What do you mean? Like echo no, I mean location? Like, not radar, but like they send out signals and yeah. it bounces echo, back and yeah. they read it, right? Echolocation, like a dog. Echolocation, thank you. So you think they're squawking up there and like <clears throat> putting their ears up and hearing it back? <clears throat> Dude, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not an animal expert. I just know. I'm not a zoologist, that, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express did, last night. <laughs> I mean, I don't work for Bama Bucks, but um, <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm crazy, and this will this will prove even more how much we don't understand animals. You know, we talked about how we don't understand trees last week. Yeah, we do. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right, um, and I don't know the specifics of this. And here's the thing: they don't even fully understand it. They just know that this is how they do it because when they tamper with it, it messes them up. Huh? The electromagnetic fields of the Earth. That makes hmm. sense. That makes sense. It does. <laughs> it doesn't to me. <laughs> I mean, if they have the ability to read that and sense that, then hmm. yeah. But somehow they can they can zero in on precise locations. Mm-hmm. But you know who's also has f- that same kind of ability is uh, the honeybees. Like when oh. you start studying bees, the same concept. Yeah, hmm. I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mike Huff. <laughs> No idea why. Are you saying Mike Huff is a pigeon? No, you know who else has that ability? Mike Huff. (laughs) Mike Huff. I don't know why. Uh, I thought you were going to make a joke, (laughs) so I did. Um, (laughs) How far do you think they could go? Well, I don't know. It sounds like this one got lost. Yeah. (laughs) That one was from uh, Taiwan, and that was why it had, like, it just had, like, you know, what they thought was Chinese, I guess it was Taiwanese. 
writing. Is that a word? Yeah. Y'all, how did it take them eight months? To figure that out? To figure that out. Like, it's oh, like, wait, this hey, isn't Chinese. Somebody put this in Google Translate. Like, that should have took 15 minutes. 15 right. minutes. And then, it, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, okay, here's this guy's address. Also, you know, it's it, like, it's got to be like a dog tag kind of thing. No, they had this thing locked up. They were feeding it. They were caring for it. They were cleaning up after it. Somebody want to figure out what the rings say? <laughs> right. I mean... <laughs> It says something about in the darkness bind them, wondering to rule them all. Half the audience has no idea what you're talking about. That was a Lord of the Rings joke. Yes. That was my first thought when you said there's writing on the rings. I was like, is Is it it Elvish? Elvish? Y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. Joey's face right now is killing me. How far... How far would you be confident in letting a pigeon go and making that? <laughs> I know that's a question you thought you were going to get asked today when you woke up. So how far do you think? You, you, let's talk and turkey. How and far I thought would you spending let, a day in Chuck E. Cheese was weird. Um, let's talk turkey. How far away from home would you let your pigeon go? <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me, but it is. How far? How far you think they go? I have no clue. Don't be Googling it. Guess. Let's see who can get closest. Well, <laughs> whoever gets closest if, gets if an empty cotton candy. electromagnetic field. Empty cotton candy <laughs> container. I will say 100 miles. 100 miles? 100 miles. Okay. I'll go 500 just for the fun of it. With extreme consistency, about 1,200 miles. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like, you can literally take your pigeon... Anywhere in the lower 48 and let it go, and it's coming home, baby. Mm. Wow. Again, I want to know who owns the pigeon and how it got lost. Did you know that that's, like, one of the reasons why in a lot of states and urban areas that it's, like, very illegal to tamper with pigeons? <laughs> what you, in, what you to in tamper for? Because they used to be used, to like, <laughs> legitimately, right? Well, I, the fear is not like like they can't carry enough of a payload to like nuke somebody with a pigeon, but you could like, but you could no, but for messi- like messengers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. messenger pigeon, yeah, yeah, carrier pigeons, yeah. That's where they get the name. But it's um, I think what the real fear is now is like biological weapons because mm-hmm. it wouldn't take much. Yeah, just yeah. a little container. Just a, well, just a, you could just infect the pigeon with something that was like airborne, oh, yeah. airborne or whatever. You know what yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Or just put some, like you said, a small container. It well, would, that was the whole thing with the balloons going over too. It sure. was like, you know, something could be dropped from there mm-hmm. airborne-wise. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't carry enough of a payload to like shoot a missile at somebody. Right, right. But it's like biological warfare. Hmm. Pigeon warfare. That's deep. Mm. Sorry, I should have. Pigeon warfare. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get some new sound effects. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Mm. Uh, That is weird. Kind of interesting. It's kind of weird. I still want to know more. I'm with y'all. It makes no sense why you would sit on that pigeon for eight months and not, not just look at what you know, and then they just released it like they still don't know who it belongs to or like where it's headed back to or how it got lost. It's just gone again. Yeah, they just released it. Maybe it will go home. They yeah, they say that if you ever find a homing pigeon, like like if just it's let it go. injured or something, that you know maybe maybe take it to a doctor, get it nursed back to health. But the best thing to do is just let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I wouldn't know Crazy. that it was a homing pigeon. I think they're usually marked like that though. Oh. 
With, I think that's like a, a normal thing. I don't know if it's like a dog tag situation. Yeah. But it's like Golden inscribed rings. <laughs> they have something that identifies them as that's my bird. Hmm. <laughs> but you know what's interesting about pigeons is you don't ever really, especially when you're in urban areas, you don't ever really see them get that far off the ground when they're flying. No, you so, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm saying? Like if I if we're duck hunting, I'm not up there going, Oh man, I shot a pigeon instead of a duck. Like that's they're they don't seem to be you know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. they're not they just don't seem migratory birds. You know, you're just used to seeing birds way up in the sky. Now, That's not something you think a pigeon's gonna do. The most of the pigeons I've seen in Alabama have been picking at fast food bags in the Walmart parking lot. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't fly at all. That is scary it's to just, think about, though. Somebody sending a biological weapon in on a pigeon. Why? Why? Keep why did they even up? introduce it? <clears throat> because if that's the truth, then, man, I'm going to tell you, that lady from Home Alone 2, she's going to rule the world. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> We're all going to answer to her. <laughs> she had them on command, didn't she? Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> and it was a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. I mean, she took, she took down the, uh, the sticky bandits with it. <laughs> Previously, the wet bandits. Wet bandits. <laughs> wet bandits, now the world. Speaking of wet bandits, yeah. we baptized people yesterday. I'm not sure that's a good bridge. I'm not sure that's a good bridge. Yeah, it is. You went in a wet bandit and you came out a saint. <laughs> It might be the other way that, around. That's just. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was shallow. Just like the baptistry. Let's talk about it. <laughs> shallow and cold. We did have baptism service <sighs> yesterday. Yes, we did. So we baptized 17, mm-hmm. right? 17 yeah. yeah. Congratulations. It was awesome. That's what it sounded like, everybody. You know what we need to do next time we have baptistry? When they, when they come up out of the water. That would be awesome. We get an yeah. actual air horn. An too, actual air horn. Not just horn. a sound effect. <laughs> it was yeah. cool, though. It was. Deacons it was, was great. It was great. Yeah, just uh, 17 that ranged from, you know, like nine years old all the way up to married with kids. You know, it was mm-hmm. just great to... And a lot of like... I wanted to make a joke when you said that. Uh-huh. When you said something about somebody being married. We got married with children. I wanted to be like, and apparently here comes Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> and half the crowd doesn't know what you're talking about. Right. Um, and the ones who do are like, how do you even know about that? That was such a bad show. Um, but no, it was... Uh, yeah, it was it, it was very family oriented. Like we mm. had father and son, sisters and brothers, brothers right. and brothers and yeah. cousins and yeah. it was very family oriented and I just felt like that was really kind of, you know, uh, uh, telling about where we are going this this year in terms of our theme and yeah. everything and you know being the family of God and stuff. So mm. it was neat. Mm. It was yeah. neat. I enjoyed it. Yeah. You always have like those particular and that because here's the thing like and I'm I kind of have that I guess a unique perspective because I'm sitting there looking at all of them in the face right before I call right. out their name. Yeah. Like nobody can see me. Nobody knows I'm coming next except yeah. you, Blake. Yeah. Like Joey doesn't even know I'm next. No. Now he's gonna be the one that has to deal with me once I step out from behind this wall. <laughs> but nobody knows once they get past Blake, they're my problem. Yeah, yeah. that's it. exactly. I'll, I said their name. Good luck. Good, Good luck. luck. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. <laughs> Don't but do it, a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is it's kind of a unique, unique perspective because I'm sitting there looking at them in the face and then I say their name and they're looking at me like 
it's uh it's like a combination of I'm excited, yeah. I'm ready to do this. Please don't say my name. <laughs> like it's all those things. But anyway, yes. it's just a, it's just a lot. I've never doubted my confidence ever. <laughs> but here it is. Yeah. Right. Anyway, but I th- for that reason, like there are some that just like stick out that'll like stick in my mind. But they're all they're all good because I get to like that last moment right before I'm about to call their name out, and I get I like lock eyes with that person and mm-hmm. say their name. And when I say their name, you can just see it's just like. Whoo, it like yeah. washes yeah. over them, you oh, know yeah. what I mean? But it's it, it is it is fun. But I and so I'll have like weird memories of like some that some people would be like, okay, well, there was nothing funny happened during the baptism for that person. There was nothing like extremely, but just the mm-hmm. look on their face. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah. So, but also too, just from the from the congregation's perspective, there's all those like that one, like you said, uh, father and son come into the water together. That kind of mm-hmm. Hits people in the mm-hmm. fields, you know. That yeah, kind of it does. Thing. So, yeah, anyway. for sure. Yeah, and it's you know, baptism too is it, it's so different from, and I think this is kind of what we're getting at. Uh, it's so different if you are a candidate or you're involved in the baptism. Uh, maybe you're one of the deacons there supporting and helping get in and out. But if you're kind of stage level when it comes to bab- baptism, yeah. It looks and feels so differently than if you're just sitting in the crowd mm-hmm. and maybe you're like, you know, a family member that came to watch it. You oh, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so different. And, you know, but I, I you know, I, I think it's so important, too, because we did. We took this time to to let everybody know that, you know, it's it's really important for there to be a profession of faith. Now, here at High Point, we believe in believer's baptism, so therefore— we believe that we are called to repent first and then be baptized. Right. Um, so um, Acts 2, I believe, uh, verse 38. And and so I just wanted the crowd to know, and that's why I took about five minutes up at the beginning, just to kind of let them know that, that you know, the, every one of these kids have made a profession of faith, whether they did that directly to me mm-hmm. or they did it to one of our ministry <laughs> staff or, or they did it to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that had to do with age and stuff, but... You know, I feel like I feel like uh, you know everyone that came through was ready, and you could see it. You know, you could see it in their eyes. They, you know, when I said, "Do you, in front of all these people, declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of your life?" From young to old, it was confident yes, mm-hmm. such a confident yes, and mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of that too has to do with. Uh, you know, so, some little bit of rehearsing in the back with you, Blake, as you're walking them through. But because you do such a great job with them back there, but I do know that once they get in the water and they look at me, it's it's an entirely different ball game. Oh yeah, and and when I'm asking that question, it doesn't feel like what it was in the back. So I don't feel like it's robotic mm-hmm. or machinery going mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, I really feel like they are in that moment uh, declaring. Yeah. Their faith. Yeah. So we go through and make sure that we've had either a conversation with parents or conversation directly with the kid and, mm-hmm. and uh in all the cases and um like I said, either either Joey, myself or any one of our ministry leads has had a conversation and so make sure we're <clears throat> you know, doing diligence on that end of course. Yeah. But in the yeah, in the back I'll always meet with them and one of the very first the very not one of the very first thing I do. basically I meet with them before the service. The main point is to walk through the logistics of the service because a lot of them will come in anxious just because 
they don't know what this is, how this is going to go. Yeah. Exactly. Like, how do I know yeah. where to yeah. be when I'm supposed to be there? What do I, you know, where do I put my towel? All that kind of stuff. So that's a lot of what I'm doing. That's sure. The, that's the bulk of what I'm doing because all the, all the really serious stuff has already kind of been handled once we get to that point. Yep. But, um, <clears throat> but one thing that I do before I go into any of those logistics is I'll start by saying, all right, before I tell you guys exactly how the service is going to go today, and of course I pray with all of them, all that sort of thing. But before I say, before I tell you guys how this service is going to go today, let me tell you what we're doing and what we're not doing, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we make it crystal clear, uh, anyway. And so we give them, you know, the, all the symbolic illustrations of this is what baptism is, you know. And it's like, it's neat in that moment to see because a lot of them are like, I would say the vast majority of them are kind of like, yeah, this is what we've been talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're already there. And so there are, I mean, they're all there, but they're, they're fully, fully there, like mm-hmm. in that way. Cause yeah. you know, like, you know, there, there's like ready and then there's like ready, ready. Yeah. For instance, a good example of that was the father and son we were talking about of like Levi and Robert. Yeah. Minchu coming to the water together. And so it's kind of like this beautiful picture there, but it's like Levi's ready. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like oh, he's yeah. ready. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean this in any derogatory way towards Levi at all, mm-hmm. but Robert's like ready, ready. If oh, I, you yeah. know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like it's like, it, yeah. and that's just an age thing. It's like sure. ready, ready. Sure, sure, like, sure. Anyway. But, you know, speaking of Levi, you know, it's, uh, I had the, he was one of the candidates I had the privilege of sitting down and personally talking to. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, not grilling him, but I was just trying to get him to regurgitate, you know, what we need to hear that there's a good comprehension of what, you know, what sin is and what Christ did, the finished work of Christ on the cross and everything. And, um, and so it was funny because we were sitting in church. It was after church one Wednesday night. And so we were sitting there and we got to the point to where it was like, you know, you know, so man, do you feel like you've prayed that prayer? And he was like, and he shook his head, no. And so I was like, okay, because I kind of was under the impression that he had, you know, and he said, no, I haven't. And I said, well, you know, and we talked about, we walked through how he could do that right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But it doesn't really matter where, um, you know, because you can get saved anywhere. So anyway, I kind of threw that option out there at him and he, he, he wanted to wait till he got home. And when he got home, uh, I told him, I said, if you pray that prayer, I want to know tonight, like text me. And so he, he did, he prayed that prayer and he texted me through Robert, his dad's phone. And here's what he said. Hey, pastor Joey, I said the prayer that, that you wanted me to say, and yeah, bye. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then I said, I said, oh man, that is so great. That makes me feel so good in my heart. I can't wait to see what God has in store for you. It's going to be fun ducking you under the water with a big smiley face, you know? And this is what he said back. He said, thank you, Pastor Joey. I'm really excited to get dunked in the water with you. Bye. <laughs> and I'm done now. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So great. That's good. Yeah. Good Sunday. Always an exciting Sunday at High Point. We love our baptism services. If you've never got to witness a baptism service, I think you need to. That's what mm-hmm. most people who witness it for the first time come and say, man, that's really exciting. Like, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and, you know, and uh, there's no 
there's no perfect way to do baptism. Everybody always thinks that their way is the right way, but right. Um, we we just feel like it should be celebratory. Um, we just feel like, you know, heaven is celebrating, and we don't want to kind of join in on that celebration. So, mm-hmm. you know, I like how, Blake, how you say it. You're like, look, we we go nuts when they hit that home run. Mm-hmm. We go nuts when they score that touchdown. But how much more important than a home run or a touchdown is your kid, you know, knocking it out of the park with Jesus? You know, like how, you know what I'm saying? Like how how much more important should we be excited about their decision to follow Christ. And There's really a disconnect else. there, and that's kind of what I'm trying to get at without just browbeating people yeah, yeah. when I say that. But I just want people to understand it's like, <clears throat> you know, so many baptism services that I've been to, and nothing nothing against them. I mean, they're great. I just, you know, I can appreciate any 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 way that fleshes out. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been to so many that it's like, you know, Somebody gets baptized and and people are like, oh yeah, it's like golf clap almost, you know, and people get ducked under. Mm-hmm. But then that same like that could happen on Sunday, and then Monday night they could be, you know, playing in a baseball game, and the you know kid kid hit one over dead center mm-hmm. the next night, and people will scream so loud they lose their voice, mm-hmm. lose their voice. And I realize that's like, okay, Blake, well, that's not fair. But then at the same time, I'm like, it's, it's sobering. Yeah. yeah. It is sobering. It's like, it's, it, okay, yeah, I can understand what you're saying when I say it's not fair, but I'm kind of like, but it sort of kind of is. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it sort of kind of is fair yeah. because it's Our like, actions tell us what is most important to what us. What we're passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, that's kind of what I'm digging at when I yeah. say that is like, just, you know. I'm trying to poke the bear a little bit, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and the other the the only other kind of thing that I wish we could do differently, but you can't when you have that many people, is I have been y'all probably seen this other bab, baptismal services where they take the time and either let the candidate from the water share their testimony or they have a video of yeah. their testimony playing and right. stuff. I wish we could do more of that yeah. because like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put him out here because he's actually probably going to be a new Sunday gravy listener. I think he's going to become a, a gravy baby, but um, <laughs> was uh, the last guy that went Yang, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I, you know, he, I had to, man, I had to watch myself. I wanted to, I didn't know if Yang would take it personal if I rolled the R's on his last name. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to, because it was exciting, time. man. It was exciting. It was. I man. wanted to say Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> Just a little bit of a roll. Uh, yes. No, <laughs> we were so excited for that. But, you know, like, like a lot of people don't understand Yang's backstory, you know, and I just, I had the privilege of hearing his testimony, mm-hmm. and it's so, you know, just heartfelt. Like, And I had a ton of people come up to me after the service and said, who was that last young man? Because I could just tell the Spirit of God was on him. Mm. And, and and it is. When you hang out with Yang, you sense that God is moving in his life. And so just knowing his backstory was incredible. It even makes that baptism even more incredible. So, uh, so if you know Yang, go 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 encourage him and and tell him how wonderful it is the decision he's made. Very smart young kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can yeah. tell he's like very scientific. Yeah. Very. Well, you can just tell he's got a really good head on his shoulder. Yeah. If you talk to him. Big so. time. Big time. But I just kind of wish that we had more time to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, if you're baptizing, you know, seventeen, nineteen. At one time, we baptized. 
upper 50s, yeah, you know, 50 almost something. 60 people. So it's yeah. like, it's hard. You just don't have time to do that unless you're just going to do dinner on the grounds you know, <laughs> and we'll be there all day. Yeah. So, but, but it's exciting and I'm excited for those that went through the water. I'm excited for what's next for them. And so if you are connected with any of the candidates that went Sunday, help us by encouraging them to take those next steps, um, you know, and to really get involved in growing in their discipleship, getting involved in a small group and growing with a group of people and becoming more part of the family. So, Absolutely. Yep. Well, what else do we need to cover? Anything in particular? I mean, I think we're good. I mean, just regular stuff going on on Wednesday nights. Mm -hmm. And uh, this Sunday we'll start uh, season two of The Family Life, so episode one. And wear your shirts, most definitely, if you got your shirts. Uh, if you don't have one yet and you want to wear it Sunday, uh, just hit us up. We're here this week. We can walk you in there and get you a shirt. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. And if you want a Sunday gravy shirt, yep, you can you can get one of those. Uh, did we put the QR code out there on the on the connection corner? We didn't this Sunday because okay. we just talked about it at the end of the week. But mm-hmm. we can uh, we can get one out there. We've got a we've got a web form now where you can pay for uh you can pay for Sunday gravy shirts. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have already placed and ordered on the thing. So we're gonna be ordering the we're gonna be placing that order here real soon, uh probably next week maybe. And uh, but tell, so tell new folks what the uh what's on the shirt. <clears throat> yeah, it's just Sunday gravy. It's a regular uh, you know, kind of a, a take. It's not the exact logo that you would see on the podcast, but it's but it's very, very similar. It's a yeah. take on that exact on that logo. But it says uh, Sunday gravy with their little gravy boat, and then underneath it, I'm a gravy baby. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, has like a caption. So it's good stuff. Yep. Anyway, all right. Anything else? I think that's it. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Sandy Gravy.